You're listening to The Endless Party with your hosts, Megan Elijah Armstrong. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Endless Party. Yeah, we're glad you're here. Today's episode is very exciting, and it's something I... It's a long title. Yes, it's a long title, but something I'm very passionate about talking about because this has plagued me for a long time, and anyway, so let's just jump into it. This is the I'm in a relationship and the person won't change party. How many times have you been talking with any individual or even been very upset yourself because you are in a relationship and you feel like you are doing all that you can and that the other person just won't change. How many times? How many like how many conversations have you had with people about I this? I think it's a million. Right? <laughs> like it's nearly every single person that I know. Yeah, everybody I think yeah. this is something everyone struggles with where Well, and we're not even talking about just like intimate relationships like boyfriend, girlfriend. We're talking about relationships oh, no. in general, right? We're not just saying that i have to be a romantic relationship no i'm talking about any relationship Mm -hmm. a relationship with a parent a relationship with a sibling a relationship with a friend a relationship with a boss a relationship with a co-worker like any relationship Mm -hmm. um i do want to make one quick quick disclaimer to this episode too and that is if you are in a relationship that is toxic and that is abusive and that is not a good situation then I hope that you will remember that you will only tolerate the amount of abuse from a, from another person that you give to yourself, and you'll remember this principle, and that you will get out because there yeah, is a hundred percent a time and a place to fight to fight for and, a relationship and like work on it, but that's not one of them. And there, but there's also a time and a place to change yourself and to get yourself out of that relationship, and I believe that. You'll know if you are in one of those it's situations. It's very obvious to know. They're doing you harm emotionally, physically, you know, in any way. Then leave. Leave. Okay. <laughs> but if you are in a different kind of relationship, you know, like, for example, a relationship with a family member or a boss, and that person won't quote-unquote change, then we have some insight for you so I think that the first thing that's important to recognize is there's this principle and there's this idea that you should be in relationships that are win-wins right where in relationships there shouldn't be compromise there should be what's called collaboration Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about this a little bit Elijah yeah for sure so It all goes back to this win-win, win-lose, lose-win situation, right? So a collaboration is a win-win for everybody. So if you compromise, you actually both win and you both lose. So for example, let's say I want to take a vacation to the mountains and Meg wants to go to the beach. Well, a a compromise would be we spend two days in the mountains and then we spend another two days at the beach. Right, So we both get a little bit what we want, but we don't get the full week vacation at our destination that we so choose. So that's a compromise. We both compromise a little, and so we both win and we both lose. Right, Or you collaborate, and it says, hey, you know what? 
we could probably make two vacations work this year. Um, I'm totally fine if I put mine off until, you know, six months from now and we can go to the beach for a week this week, you know. Yeah. And then blah, blah, blah. So that's more of a collaboration. You both win and you both get exactly what you want. Absolutely. Okay. And there's a lot of different scenarios. It's not just a compromise and a collaboration. There's also an aggressor who just wins all the time. And then um, I can't remember the other term, but basically you're a doormat and you just lose all the time. Right. So you just accept it. And so the whole idea behind a relationship is that you should never have to compromise. You should never have to give. You, I mean, give, yes, but you should never have to basically. Give up. Yeah, just give up what you desire. Yeah. Right? So if it's a healthy relationship, you need to collaborate and you both need to come out on top. You both need to win. Right. What's super interesting is that a, um, what is it called? A compromise is normally not a win-win situation, even though everyone makes it sound like it. Ultimately, the two people in the relationship are losing. Well, yeah, it's a win-lose for to both spend, people. If we had to spend two days in the mountains and then travel all the way to the beach and spend two days at the beach, well, I'm going to be angry that we're only spending two days at the beach, and Elijah might be upset that we're only spending two days in the mountain, and then we both might be then we might both be stressed that we have to pack up in the middle of this trip and change destinations. So ultimately, that compromise didn't even really work out in our favor well yeah so like like i said you both win a little and you both lose a little yeah like that's the whole point behind it right right so when you are in these relationships with people what you want to seek out is this win-win you want to come to this third agreement where it's not my way and it's not your way but it's our way Mm -hmm. and you want to come to this understanding with people that you know, that you both are okay with. So the example of that Elijah gave where it's like, oh, actually, you know, we have more time this year, so why don't we spend a week in the mountains and a week at the beach, and I'm happy to go to the mountains later because it would make sense with the season. And so in that situation, we came to a completely different agreement, you know, that allowed us to both win. Mm -hmm. And this is really important, too, because... When you're putting yourself in these situations and in these relationships, it's also important to recognize that sometimes what's, and usually what's better is that there's either no deal or a win-win. So for example, you know, if you are with a boss or a friend or something and you're in kind of a sticky situation and you guys can't come up with a third agreement, that's fine, but then instead of um, a compromise or both want someone winning and someone losing you can come to what's called a no deal and that is when you guys just both say well I guess we're just gonna agree to disagree and this just isn't going to work mm-hmm. and I think there's so much power in that because it saves you from stepping in these situations with people that could be really really sticky well and like mainly where that comes to so I want to make a couple things clear here. So first of all, when it comes to marriage, so many people say you need to compromise. That's the biggest lie. Like Don't it is, compromise. It's an absolute <laughs> lie. So if you have relatives, family members, friends, or anything that basically tell you, it's oh, when you get compromise. married, you just need to learn how to compromise. It's like, no, that's like if I cussed, I would say that's 
BS. Like it's a lie, <laughs> right? Because I've never once had to compromise in my marriage and neither has Meg. No. Right? It's a collaboration. We decide what's best for us and we decide how we're going to pursue certain things, right? So that's the first part I wanted to get out of the way. Second part, if you are in a healthy marriage, you never have to do the like the no deal. Nope. Realistically. No. Like you usually just find you usually collaborate, you usually discuss and you come to a win-win agreement. Like that's just how it works. Um the no deal is normally when it comes with all the other relationships that we were talking yes. about with friends, with family members, with bosses and such, right? So, for example, Let's say for whatever reason, my family wants to go on a vacation and they invite us and we just say, you know what, we can make it work if we go this week. And they're like, well, we can't do that week. So it has to be this week. So instead of like trying to compromise my entire life and like trying to work around it, that's when you say, you know what, we love you guys, but unfortunately we just can't make it work this year. And that's it. Like, that's the no deal process. It doesn't have to be this thing where it's like, I blow up in your face. No, and no, like, no, no. No, I, I'm just not going to do this because it's not good for me, right? It's, 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 very it's a very positive thing because you're saying yes to you and what's best for you and your family potentially and no to what's not best for you and your family. Right. Like, and, that's the whole process. And on the flip side, the people who are going to go visit – are also going to be better off because if we were there, would we really be able to be our best selves, to be kind, to be no, nice, you'd be and to be thinking, oh to the man, whole. actually, I shouldn't have took this week of work off, right? Like for X, Y, Z. Right. I think something that's so important to remember too with this principle is that the greatest way to quote unquote change, but it's not change, but to influence another person. It actually has nothing to do with the other person, but it has everything to do with you. Yeah. And it has everything to do with how you are going to handle the situation and how, you know, you are going to respond. And it's just that cliche that everybody says. It's like, I can only change myself. And it's like, well, that's that's actually true. There's a reason why people say that all the time. When you're in a relationship with someone and the other person won't change, it doesn't mean that you have to give up on who you are and lose, but it means it does probably, it is probably going to require you to probably change your way of thinking and change the way that you're going to go about this situation, like the situation without a cost to yourself and what you believe in. One of my uh, communication professors in college, he had this saying, I can't even remember exactly, but... Basically, there's three three big rules when it comes to change. And he basically says, number one, you can change. And then he goes, number two, you can't change anybody else. And then he goes, number three, good news, you can change. <laughs> right? And so it's just this whole understanding that it's like, look, like there are going to be people and situations in your life that you don't appreciate. And there's not a single thing that you can do about the people or the situation but you can do something about you. You can do something. You can leave the situation. You can get out of the relationship. You can better yourself so that certain things don't bother you, right? So, like, that's the whole process behind this. It's like, in relationships, don't seek to change another person because it doesn't work. It never God 
cannot even do it. No. <laughs> like you have to be like this is I, I've said this to Meg a few times, but the greatest miracle in the world is not moving a mountain, walking on water, or raising the dead. The greatest miracle is a change of heart. And that's just because some that means somebody was willing to change themselves. And those people have to be a hundred percent willing to do it. If not, then they won't change. Right? You can go move a mountain. Like, take a shovel, start moving it, right? <laughs> but, like, you can't change a person unless they choose to themselves. And so that's what's cool about this understanding is it, it just puts that responsibility back on yourself, you know? I mean, and that's some of the things that we've talked about in the past podcasts. It's like, no pity parties. Like, take ownership and take responsibility for the relationships and the people that are in your life. Yeah, absolutely. There's two more, there's two things I want to talk about. The first one is... You know, there comes a time and a place too, and there's, this came from a book Elijah read, and there comes a point too where you can choose to accept the per- the person as they are, or you need to tell them bye-bye. And in this situation, we've noticed that the this philosophy, this principle is normally with family members, not with your spouse. I'm talking about like your extended family members where there comes a point in time where, you know, you just kind of got to accept them as where they are and where they're at instead, or you have to tell them goodbye. And in the case of family, you got to just accept them. Usually you have to just accept them. You don't want to be a rat. Like, <laughs> you don't, you, know? you don't want to rat them all off. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about. So this comes from my background and my studies in college within marriage and family therapy and family science. And I bring this up because I think it's really important. And the most important relationship that you can ever invest in is the relationship with your spouse. And a trusting, effective marriage is one of the most beautiful and powerful relationships in this life. It far surpasses any other relationship I've had with any other individual and it is always worth the effort and it is always worth your own change of heart to you know make the relationship thrive yeah absolutely yeah so anyways so the greatest investment of your time in terms of like you know in into your relationships I would say is 100% with your spouse yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Um, there's nothing more fulfilling than being able to have a very successful marriage because everything kind of stems from that, right? Like, I mean, if you chose to get get married in the first place, there's a few factors. Obviously, you didn't say bye-bye, right? If you don't learn how to change and really just fix yourself and this includes both parties right in a marriage you you can't be the only one to change change. like you both have to be willing to change or it's not going to work but here's what's interesting out of all the marriages that i've ever seen in my entire life i've never seen a single marriage or a single so so so-called successful person um in a miserable marriage no like they can be, people can be wealthy. They can have it all. They can have their big, nice house, their nice cars, their nice toys, go on grand vacations. But yet 
they're all just seeking something that could easily be found in their marriage if they just fix their marriage. Absolutely. Yeah. So the reason why I bring this relationship up is because I just have a couple uh, kind of theories and principles that I learned within my studies that I want to share. And the first thing is what makes a marriage ultimately successful is that you have two independent people. Myself as an individual and Elijah as an individual, we're both independent. But together we have created this interdependent relationship where we are two independent people who have come together and have learned how to synergize and really help each other to become the best versions of ourself. Mm-hmm. But that had to start with us finding our own independence and me knowing exactly who I was outside of this marriage. Mm-hmm. Part yeah. of my identity is, of course, being a wife, but thats it's just a part of it. And yeah, it doesn't have to be your entire identity. Yes, and Elijah and I talk about this all the time, and it's not, it's not sad, but it's like, if we talk about if the other were to die... Yes, of course, the other spouse would grieve and be heartbroken, and I would never want that in the entire world. But there is this security in knowing that both of us would be okay. We would be able to move forward. We would be able to depend on ourselves to, you know, move forward and make it work. But, of course, we would rather, and we choose every day to live together and to have this interdependent relationship because it's way better than ever being single. Yeah, I would agree with that. So the whole so when you have two independent people like I said you can have an interdependent synergistic couple and that is so healthy. Uh but something I really want to explain too is when you have a dependent person and an independent person or you can kind of get into these really unhealthy like kind of scenarios and within family science it was called the doormat versus the aggressor and so what happens is if you have someone who's dependent and someone who's independent the aggressor will always kind of bully the doormat into submission and that creates a very unhealthy relationship and I would like to point out too that while all the blame may initially be cast onto the aggressor that they are just you know rude and not you know it's all their fault Actually, it can equally be put on the doormat who isn't standing up for themselves, who isn't independent, who isn't fighting for what they believe in and who is submitting time and time after time and time again, you know, to this aggressor. And then there's also this other unhealthy relationship. It's called a hero versus a victim. And that's when one spouse is always the hero. One spouse is always the victim. It's, again, an independent and dependent situation, but it also creates this unhealthy, like, dependence on each other. The hero actually depends on the victimized spouse for their, like, you know, um, just to feel good about themselves. They have to save their spouse, and the victim depends on the hero to always pull them out of scrapes and to make them feel, you know, loved and worthy when they should, you know get that from themselves anyways so I just wanted to explain those scenarios because I think just to like highlight the point that the best thing you can do in a relationship is to change yourself and the more independent you become the better it helps everything around you yeah no absolutely and that's really what we wanted to talk about today is just this understanding of 
get out of the relationships that are toxic for you, but also recognize that the ones that you can't change, that you just need to accept, family members, friends, loved ones like that, and then, you know, be the change that you want to be, right? First like, change yourself. Yeah, like start with yourself. And so that's really this entire premise of the I'm in a relationship and people won't change party. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here with us today. Yeah, absolutely. We really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Please come back Sweet. and please tell somebody else about this podcast. That mm -hmm. would really help us out. Perfect. Until next time, guys. Okay, bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Endless Party. Please feel free to join us over at our website, theendlessparty.com, for more of our content. Also, we would love to hear from you. Leave some comments and let us know what you're interested in us talking about. Seriously, like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, whatever it is the platform says to do so that we can keep partying together.